welcome back to What the HR Podcast. I'm Jesse Novi, an HR business partner with CH Robinson. And I'm Mike Toole, HR technology consultant with SAP SuccessFactors. In this compliance update, we're joined by Tevin Mosher, HR attorney with Thompson Co. We're going to talk about the COVID vaccine and if employers can mandate it and if they should, and some interesting ways that they can encourage their employees to take it. As always, if you enjoy the show, Take 30 seconds, leave us a review. Enjoy. All right, Kevin, welcome back to the show. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Good, good. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the COVID vaccine and what employers can or or should or should not do. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, but a couple questions to kick it off is, can employers mandate the COVID vaccine and then should they? Yeah. And so this is kind of, this is, you know, we're sitting here on, uh, you know, at the, in mid-December and this is the, probably the biggest topic, at least right now that HR departments are facing and, and that the C-suite and ownership is, is asking of their HR departments, um, executive directors in the nonprofit, they're asking, you know, what, what can we mandate? What can we require of employees? And the short answer is that employers can mandate that impl- that their employees get vaccinated. There are some exceptions to that, some just that we, that employers need to understand. And you know, uh, for example, the ADA would protect somebody from a vaccination um, from having to get vaccinated if they've got some sort of disability or medical condition that you know, it would be harmful to them to get the vaccine, the vaccine. And we're right now looking at the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, which have been it both issued for um, emergency usage by the FDA. So there's the limitation on, you know, you can't force somebody who's got a medical condition, disability um, under the ADA, you can't force them. So there's an exception there. There's also an exception. This one gets a little, this is a little harder to understand and to kind of uh, parcel out. But the second is if the person has a sincerely held religious belief and vaccine, the vaccine vaccination generally is against their sincerely held religious belief, then again, they're protected under, under that sort of, um, you know, federal law, uh, title seven. And, you know, you as an employer shouldn't mandate that those people again, Gotta be sincerely held religious belief. You shouldn't be mandating that they get the vaccine. But for everybody else outside of those two groups, employers do have the option of saying, "Hey, if you want to come and work, you know, you you need to be vaccinated." And I think you're going to find a lot of employers in the United States, just you know, from a safety re, uh, perspective and um, maybe from a social conscious perspective. I'm not sure, but but at least from a safety and operational perspective, if they want to have employees come back, there's going to be a, a major, uh, you know, more than we, we've seen with like the flu vaccines in the past. There's just, a, there's going to be a push by employers to ensure that their, that their employees are vaccinated so that, you know, they don't, you know, lose so many employees to, to COVID and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, um, lose operations and, and have operations hampered. So I think there's going to be a lot of employers out there that are going to want to know this and there, and that might 
look at you know, making a man uh, a mandate on the on the vaccination. Certainly, we're going to see it in the health, and we've already started to see it in the healthcare, right? Uh, you know, world. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, what does what does that process then look like from a compliance standpoint? Like, I think about if you are going to mandate it if something does go wrong, right? I mean, it's the vaccine was was released quickly. It seems to be safe and effective, but I don't think we know enough about that. What sort of documentation or compliance measures do companies need to take if they choose to mandate it? Yeah. So um, it really, there, you know, there's no perfect answer to this. It really is kind of up to the company and how they want to do it. But you can imagine a situation. um, I was, I was cutting a podcast with one of my partners in our Dallas office. And, uh, and he said, you know, there's going to be an immediate market, for fifty dollar medical uh, fake medical notes uh, <laughs> that are that are going to be out there, I mean, you can imagine a lot of employers will just say, "Hey, bring me in some sort of medical documentation ensuring that you know showing me that you got that you were vaccinated." A lot of employers, you know, short of you know they whether they mandate it or they don't mandate it, but they encourage it. A lot of employers will probably make. It easier on employees, uh, and they might look at options for making it easier on employees to get vaccinated. So, you know, bringing in a third-party medical, you know, facility to administer the vaccine, uh, the vaccines, and I think it's like a, a double shot. So, bringing in a bringing in a third party and making it on site, right? So, if you've got a if you've got a campus or you know it's in your building or something, and then having them having having it available for employees to go down. Well, that's pretty easy. You know, you can even kind of monitor that a little bit. So it really is. There's no because there's no requirement that you have your employees get vaccinated. There's not, you know, it it really is kind of up to the employer how they want to ensure compliance with that. But I I foresee a lot of employers just saying, hey, bring me a doctor's note or, you know, some sort of confirmation from the nurse or, you know, hospital or clinic or wherever you got, you know, Walgreens or whatever, wherever you got the uh the vaccine. Yeah. So if, we can sure ensure. If an employer does mandate it, are they responsible for funding? the vaccination or, I mean, I guess we've been told it's free and I don't know how exactly, you know, that, that works, but is there any news around that? If, if they mandate it, they have to pay for anything. Not yet. Um, That's something we might want to look at at the state, at the state level. We've seen states, some states like Minnesota jump in on that issue with regard to uh, COVID testing. But right now, it, there's nothing at the federal level that would mandate that employers pay for it. Um, there is a question of whether it's whether the employer, whether it's working time, if the employee is um, mandated to go and do this, and whether they should get paid for the time if they're a non-exempt employee. But for the most part, I don't see. I I just don't foresee a situation where employers are going to have to pay employees, uh, you know, the fees for the tests. I will say a lot of employers, I think, will look at this as an incentive, and I think most. I think most employers are going to, rather than mandating, I think most employers are are not going to mandate, and are going to look at incentivizing employees, whether they, you know, give them a. $50 gift card or bonus 
uh, discretionary bonus in their check or if they pay for the the vaccine. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of, or maybe provide PTO, you know, an extra few hours of PTO or half a half a day work, you know, holiday pay or something like that. I just I see a lot of incentives around around this. Um, that kind of being the the way that a lot of employers roll out uh, their you know desire to have most of their employees be safe when they come back. Use the, the carrot, not the stick. Exactly. Yeah, this is not, I don't think this is stick time um, for employers, though I do think a lot of employers will use the stick, especially in the healthcare uh, field. That's, mm-hmm. that's, but that's, that's different, I think, than, than um, non-healthcare employers. What have you seen out there as far as employers offering incentives? Like what is their plan to get their employees to, to get the vaccination? Yeah, well, it, it's, you know, brand new and it's really not available. The, this vaccine's not available right now to most every employer, at least employers outside the healthcare field. But we, you know, we've seen this with the flu vac- vaccine, right? Like every year um, they, they issue, uh, you know, vaccines for the flu for various strains or strain of the flu. So I think employers can take a similar approach. So I'd, I'd mentioned that, that employers should, you know, looking at how they might do this, they could make it easier for employees, whether they have an on-site vaccination, you know, clinic, pop-up clinic, I guess, just come in, like nurse come in and and uh, administer the vac- the vaccines, making it easy on employees, maybe giving employees half a day or a day off of PTO, kind of like how we see in states that don't pay for for voting, you know, for, for days to go and vote, you know, employers might encourage by saying, Hey, here's a, here's a day off. Um, you know, it's a floating day, go and go and use it to get vaccinated. And hopefully the employees do employers again, incentivizing with money, carrot better than the stick. But you know what, what we don't want to do as employers is administer the vaccine ourselves. Right. So we want to give, we want to have a third party. I mean, because there are issues of potential liability for employers, I think the greater liability, although we haven't seen a whole lot of enforcement on OSHA side, but I think the greater liability that employers consider is, is as uh, the risk to their operations and then potential liability with regard to a safe workplace. Um, and if you're not encouraging vaccination and if you're not taking steps, you know, like wearing masks and that sort of thing, and and you've helped to foster and create a, a hazardous work workplace, I think that's you know, employers most, for the most part, are going to want to encourage uh, that employees get vaccinated. And so, but along those lines, you don't want to, you're not going to administer the the dosage yourself, right? Like you, you don't want to be doing that. That's not, that's not advisable for employers to do that. You want to hire a third party agency. Mm-hmm. They would have, you know, professional liability insurance and, and training and, and all that um, just in case the, you know, administering the the vaccination went went poorly. Um, so th- those are ideas that a lot of employers, I think, are going to look at, but there could be some others out there, you know, that, that, uh, that we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. this, I want, I don't want to say sky is the limit, but I think there's going to be a lot of really inventive ways that employers are, are using to encourage their employees to get vaccinated. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, thanks as always. Appreciate the update. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. And thank you, Mike. Um, always great to talk to you, to you guys. Uh, anybody is welcome to email me at uh, K Mosher, M-O-S-H-E-R 
at thompsonco.com or call me at uh, uh, my office at 651-389-5000. I'm always looking to connect with people on LinkedIn and you're welcome to look me up. It's just Kevin Mosier. Yep. And I'll include that in the show notes as always. Well, Kevin, um, again, thank you. And I'm sure there's more to come. We'll have you on again soon to talk more about it. Sounds good. Take care, Mike. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the HR. If you want to hear more episodes like this, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're listening through now. If you enjoyed the podcast, do us a favor and share with your network, your boss, or your CEO. Help us get this podcast in front of anyone who wants to know what HR looks like when done well. Also, if you have any questions for show topics or people you'd like us to interview, please email Mike and I at podcast at tcsherm.org. That's podcast at tcsherm.org. If you want to find out more about Twin City Sherm or our upcoming events, please visit our website at tcsherm.org. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And finally, if you're not already a member of Twin City Sherm, please use code WHATTHEHR at checkout to receive $20 off your membership. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode.